Hey fellas, it's GBM. Just wanted to send over a quick message. I'm going to make it short and sweet. Congratulations on 400 episodes and keeping the fig life going strong. Love you guys. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey yo. Is that a Jungle Brother? Jeff Green, rise to the top, oh yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Ain't sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode... 400 that's 400 scott oh thank i was confused there for a second thank you for clarifying so anyways welcome to episode 400 my name is jeff sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother not storyline brother scott scott say hello hello oh yeah we are the longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today i wanted to throw that in as well yeah 400 episodes dude can you believe 400 episodes no and we're on uh what year Seven? Okay, so we're... Seven, yeah. yeah. Seven and a half. Almost yes. eight. Seven and a half going on to eight. Uh, don't listen to Brian over at the Legendary Podcast where he said five. Oh, actually, it was Andre that said five. Yeah, Andre was mistaken. It's okay. Yeah, we'll forgive he, him. He had one too many drinks. <laughs> yeah, Stu might have stretched him out a little bit. Yeah. Oh, the good old days of stretching, Andre. <laughs> welcome, Stu. Hey, uh, hey, welcome. Hey, congrats on uh, 400. You guys are uh, equaling equaling my weight. <sighs> wow, Stu's uh, up to four hundred, Jeff. Four hundred, yes. Uh, wow, uh, Taco Bell's a hell of a drug. It is. It is. I concur. <laughs> yeah, All I right. feel you on that, Stu. All right, get out of here, Stu. Thank you, man. Appreciate the love. Yeah, we're now inspired to stretch out the show. Thank you, uh, Stu. You're welcome. You stretch out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, we've got these casting characters going on. Yeah, they're all coming out of the woodwork to say congratulations, apparently. Scott, what's going on, dude? A whole lot of nothing. Um, I'm going to jump the gun a little bit and get into some toy spotting. Uh, I had mentioned last week, you know, it's kind of becoming a running trend now, I guess. Uh, I had mentioned last week that I was looking for the uh, Eddie Ultimate Edition figure. And sure enough, dude, again, Ethan reached out and he's like, dude, if you're looking for it, got one at my Walmart. And so he sent me a picture of it. The box was completely jacked, which is fine. I was going to open it for the DTOF anyway. Uh, but apparently his shipping rates out there are pretty outrageous. And it was going to be almost 60 bucks to have them shipped. And I was like, okay, like I, I'm, I'm having a hard time warrant 60 for Eddie. But let me ask around. Like I totally appreciated Ethan reaching out. I was like, let me see. Let me see if I can reach out to some locals and maybe I can score it, you know, somewhere local and then go pick it up. Uh, no luck locally, but Jeff, you sent me a picture today over text that, of course, the pillar of the fig life, GBM, coming through again, uh, hooking me up with an Eddie. So sent Ethan a quick note saying, hey, dude, thank you, but uh, GBM's got me. He said, no problem, GBM, or GBM shipping it out. So again, fig life coming through for me big time. Eddie's on the way. Figures were flying all over the place this past week, dude. Trust me. Like, I'm so lost on who's going where and what's coming here and what's, it, dude, it's all over the place right now. But uh, GBM reached out. He said, Hey, Scott needs an Eddie. And I was like, Yeah. He goes, I have one. And I said, Okay, I'm pretty sure Scott will take it, sent it to you. 
GBM also found the Earthquake and Rude Superstars figures for me. Oh, nice. Look at GBM coming through. It's like it's 2018 all over again. The figures will be shipped to my place to save on shipping. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Get it all done in one shot. Thank you, GBM. So we got that all set up. Then other figures just flying all over the place. It was just, it was crazy, dude. What other figures? I might have jumped into some, I might have jumped into some Super 7s. Oh, wait, are you talking reaction style or ultimates? What? Oh, dude. Is your wallet crying? Wallet may be weeping a little bit. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did you fund the the cat layer for Thundercats? I did not do that. Okay, so you didn't go absolutely batshit crazy. You just went crazy. Correct. Okay, so what did you get? So I have been on the hunt for the Ren and Stimpy and the Animaniac <clears throat> Ultimates. Okay. I have been wanting those so bad. Went on to Amazon. I found Yakko from the Animaniacs for $5 cheaper. Okay. Plus I get Prime, so that's going to be free shipping. Free shipping, yep. Then I was like, well, I got Yakko. Let me see what the other ones are on eBay. And so it begins. I got Brain for $44. So that's $11 cheaper than regular price at Super 7. Right. Then I was like, well, I got Brain and I got Yakko. Let me see if I can find Dot and Pinky. I got Pinky for 48 bucks and Dot for 47 bucks. Okay. And are you opening these or keeping them in package? They're going in a new Detolf. When we get the new Detolf set up, I'm going to be setting these ones up. Setting them in their boxes or loose? Loose. Nice. Yeah, because I'm not going to get these. Well, unless I get the voice actor. God damn it. I can't do that. I cannot. See? See? I can't. No. No, that's not happening. I'm saying it right now on episode 400. It's not happening. (laughs) Well, but look, there's every chance they could show up at a Stockton con a load icon. They do a lot of voice actors, dude. I know. I know. I know. So anyways, I got all the Animaniacs for less, for anywhere from five to $10 less than super seven. So that adds up over five figures, correct? Of course. Absolutely. Then I was like, I wonder if I could find Ren and Stimpy. I found Ren for 50 bucks. Or 52 bucks. So I got him $3 cheaper than what, and free shipping. Okay. Than, than what Super 7 charges. So I got him $3 cheaper. Okay, I, that's I, good. I did not get Stimpy because every Stimpy was way overpriced. Got it. Okay. So Interesting. Have, so you can you not get them on Super 7 site? Uh, I still, I think you, I'm not sure. I didn't even go there because I didn't want to pay 55 bucks. I wanted to get them all less. As long as I got them less, <laughs> I was happy as could be, dude. <clears throat> you're like i need to save something <laughs> exactly exactly but all the stimpies on makari and all the stimpies on ebay were all like 75 bucks 70 bucks so i'm hoping that maybe when we go to a toy show here soon maybe even this saturday yeah i'm hoping they have stimpy and at least for 55 bucks and i'll just round out everything well, I'm wondering at the uh, San Jose Toy Show next month if Super 7 will be there like they normally are. So I won't be going to the San Jose Toy Show. Oh. Unfor- oh, wait. Is it 7th and 8th? Yes. Oh, the 8th is Football Sunday. I, I hate missing Football Sunday. I, I don't want to <laughs> So you can't it. go Saturday, I take it. No, I just found out I have a wedding to go to. 
Oh, not your own. No. Oh, hell no. no. Oh, okay, good for you. No, uh, Nathan, we're the guy we were just talking about last week. He's getting married on the seventh. What? Yeah, Nathan's getting married on the seventh. I didn't even know he had a girlfriend. Oh, uh, dude, Nathan has a girlfriend. Oh, that's great for him. Yeah, he's like, getting... how long have they been going out? Uh, they have been going out for I think they're going on their fourth year. Oh, okay, good third, for him, thir- dude. Third year, third or fourth year, but yeah, he's been pretty happy. Oh, good for him. So you're giving me the, all of this news at once. Hey, dude, Nate has a girlfriend. Oh, by the way, Nate has a fiance. And oh, by the way, Nathan's getting married. In two weeks. In two weeks. Exactly. That's very rude of him to schedule it on a toy show day. I was you very, might want to point that out to him. I was very disappointed in him for doing yeah, that. No wedding gift. Sorry, dude. My wedding gift is me being here because I'm missing a toy show. My wedding gift was at the toy show, but now I can't go. And now you have no wedding gift. So joke's on you. I actually did that to a a former friend of mine who decided to get married on SummerSlam 2001 day. Oh, I remember that. And I had tickets. Yes. And then I got the invitation and I was one of his groomsmen. And I'm like, you son of a bitch, no wedding gift. So guess what? (laughs) His gift was me being there and being in his wedding party. And I was pissed the whole day. (laughs) And it was summer. It was SummerSlam in San Jose at 2001, right? That's it. Uh, it does it kind of chap your ass that it was actually a really good show. Stop it. I mean, it was a really good show. Jeff Hardy and RVD that, oh dude, that was so good. That was the one match I was most excited for. Yeah, that was an excellent match. Thanks for rubbing it in 22 years later. I am not rubbing it in. And four hundy fully posable episodes later. <laughs> four hundy. Well, GBM had a nice little thing at the beginning for episode. He put four hundo. I put four hundy. Wait. It's all the same thing. It's it means the same thing. Yes. Yeah. So GBM, thank you for that. Thank you. Thank for, you, GBM. Uh, thank you for sending that in. But at this time, if anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on the Twitter X, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram Fully Posable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. All right. Well, we kind of spoiled Toy Spot at the beginning. Did you get anything else, Scott, outside of that? Did you pre-order anything? Um. Oh, we did get the uh, boss fight figures. How gorgeous are those figures? Man. Seriously, if you're not in on these things and you're a fan of anybody that they're making, make the investment. These things are showing up at GameStop. Uh, It's like 23 bucks. And trust me, it's worth every penny. They are outstanding figures, like outstanding. That Black Taurus, holy crap. Amazing. That figure blows you away, doesn't it? Oh, it's so good. Ultimo Dragon, amazing. Like boss fight deserves all the flowers for the job that they're doing on their line. Those figures are amazing. Yep. So you can find those at GameStop. As Scott said, those are popping up over there. Uh, These are beautiful figures. What I love about them the most is the deco that goes into it. Yes. The amount of deco, the Ultimo Dragon, the colors just pop on it. it. You know what it almost reminds me of is watching it on a PlayStation 2 game. Like, there's just the colors of it. and Oh, how it just pops. It just pops. Ultimo Dragon did that same thing in WCW versus the world. True. He was in that game, right? 
Yes, he was. Okay, yeah, yeah. My brain's dumb, but I didn't think it was that. Don't dumb. second guess those good memories, dude. That's that's one of the four horsemen of uh, wrestling video games. Yeah. Well, anyways, the figures are fantastic. As I said, the deco on it is just gorgeous. So, boss yeah, fight. highly recommended. Don't sleep on those figures. They're amazing. Yeah. Head on over to Boss Fight or just go to your local GameStop and check out and see if they have them there. Get the Ultimo Dragon, especially. Anything else, Scott? Oh, I shipped my pile of loot. So I'll be having a big box from BBTS arriving on my doorstep probably early next week. Okay, cool, dude. Uh, Gonna have like four or five G.I. Joe figures in there. The Roman Reigns Elite. uh, Two Solo Sokoas, one of which is going to Big Josh for his belated birthday gift. Um, I want to say there's an Ultimate in there. I just can't remember which one. Yeah, anyway, got a big box from BBTS coming my way. So super excited about that. Like I said, it's always like getting a Christmas gift. Yes, yes. And you kind of forget what's in it until you open it up. You're like, oh, yeah, I did order that. So, yeah, (laughs) super excited about that. Nice, man. Nice. I did get my Randy Orton Ultimate Edition. And my God, is that figure beautiful? Yeah, that's a good figure, dude. That is a good figure. Is that in your pile of loot? No, 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 no. I didn't order the Randy Orton that one and the Seth are on my maybe down the road list. Okay. Like if I find them at a decent price, I may jump, jump and go ahead and get them. Uh, but when we do hit the toy show in Concord on Saturday, the one ultimate edition that I'm looking for is that macho man with the Hasbro look. So that's, that's definitely one that I'm on the hunt for. Okay. All right. And then I also got the Chella toys, AKA Epic toys, King Haku Hasbro. Oh, how did it turn out? Dude, it turned out really good. I love the card art on it. Nice. There is a chance that one day I could get Haku to sign it, so I'm not opening it. Okay. But I do want to open it, if that makes sense. Oh, totally. Yeah, well, you know what? You could open it and put it into a a, a baseball card protector. I could do that. I yeah. thought I thought about it, but it would be cool to see the card signed, you know, by Haku and stuff. Because it's ever- nice card art on there. It does. It does look really nice. And it would ha- it would look really good with like a blue paint pen on there and stuff. Yeah, I could see that. If I had one little nitpick regarding it, I wish they would have used a little bit of a darker purple on it. They went with a, a lighter purple. I wish they would have gone just with a little bit of a darker purple as far as the deco on it. Okay. That's my only nitpick because it's, it's purple tights slash the kind of mid-calf cutoff yeah. tights. Yeah. And the crown has also got a little bit of purple in it. Okay, got it. So uh, in terms of, let's see, Haku's most known for being in tag teams. So on a scale of Conquistador number one to Jim the Anvil Neidhart, where does that fall in the scale? What kind of scale is that? What do you mean? What do you mean? Haku's known for being in a tag team. So we're going to do it on a scale of tag teams. So on a scale of like Conquistador number one to Jim the Anvil Neidhart which if you need me to spell it out for you, would be zero to 10. Jim, the Anvil Nightheart is the ultimate tag team guy. Well, his, his tag team partner was Bret Hart. So that would make him an ultimate tag team. Well, I mean, okay, like... fine. Look on a scale of conquistadors <laughs> to heart foundation, you smart ass. Where would you put him? <laughs> well, as far as tag team guys, I wouldn't put Jim, the Anvil Nightheart as the Mecca. I wouldn't well, put I didn't him... want to say Bret Hart because you would immediately be like Bret Hart. Cause that's no, your favorite. I... No, you could say, like, who's the best tag team guy of all time? Like, if you thought of a tag team, and it could be multiple tag teams, who would be that one tag team guy who would be the ultimate top? So you're picking one out of a tag team? 
Yes. But see, how do you not take if they broke off into a singles career? Because you've got HBK, you've got Bret Hart, you've got Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, right? Guys that are known for being not only in a tag team, but for being amazing singles guys. Bobby Eaton, right? So hypothetically, what you could say is Arn Anderson is the ultimate mecha tag team guy because he won tag team gold with Tully, Oli, Larry Zabisco. And when you think television title, Arn Anderson is synonymous with that. Well, you were just basing it off of tag teams. So I'm just picking one tag team guy. And the Mecca, the number 10 guy, has to be Arn Anderson because he won tag team gold with, what, four different people? He won it with Bobby, right? Uh, He did, but Bobby Eaton won it with Dennis Condry. He won it with Stan, Stan Lane. Lane. He won it with Arn Anderson. Wasn't there one other person? Bobby Eaton won tag team? Dustin Rhodes? Did, I don't know if he ever won it with Dustin. Ricky Steamboat, I thought maybe he won it with a fourth. Like, I'm talking before NWA, or (laughs) not before NWA, because I don't know, like, because there were other versions of the Midnight Express. You know it would have been easier if you would have just asked me points of articulation. (laughs) No, 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 we're going to overcomplicate this. (laughs) Filler, brother, it's episode 400. Let's go crazy. (laughs) Okay, so let's say Arn Anderson is the Mecca. I'm not going to say Conquistador number one is the lowest rung, like... I would probably say like Paul Roma or Jim Powers. Um, I don't know, dude. I, uh, Conquistadors. Mm. <laughs> One of the Mulkies. How about that? Okay, Mulkies. Boom. There you go. 100%. That is the answer. Yes. Okay, so. One of the Mulkies. One of the Mulkies. No, no, no. If we're going to go tag teams, we're going to just throw tag teams in there. So on a scale of Mulkies to Arne Midnight Anderson. Express. Arne, Arne Anderson. What? One of the Mulkies to Arn Anderson. <laughs> you had to open up this can of worms, didn't you? <laughs> this is like the most insane. <laughs> oh this is God. where the train derails, folks. And it's just a big left turn after this. Oh, my God. Okay, we're just picking one person. So one of the Mulkies up to Arn Anderson. Okay, so where does it fall? Uh, as <laughs> should have just said points of articulation. God damn it. No, um, let me see. I wish they would have done the purple. I love the crown. Love the love the figure itself. Wish they would have gave him a little bit of an expression, but it's okay with the way it is. I'm gonna go seven two on it. Okay. Seven two. All right. So you're doing uh let's see. Uh British Bulldogs. Nah, nah, nah. Seven Bulldogs would be higher than that. Really? Sevens would be like Kane and X-Pac. Oh, really? Kane and X-Pac is a seven? They weren't a bad tag team. Hmm. All right. All right. Okay. Maybe not. Okay. Maybe not that high. Uh, Sevens would be. Rock and Roll Express. No, Rock and Roll Express is higher. They're in that upper echelon of tag teams. Like those iconic tag teams. Um, Dudes with Attitudes. Oh no, dynamic dudes. That's what I was thinking. Dynamic dudes. Uh, they're more of a five. Okay. Okay. Skyscrapers. You know who I the Fantastics. Boom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would put the Fantastics about a seven, seven and a half, maybe. Yeah. So, anyways, I do like the Haku the Haku figure. It's uh it, as I said, just small little nitpicks I wish it would have changed, but that's okay. It's a good okay. figure. I recommend everybody having heading over to Asylum Store and picking it up. And it kind of fits, like I always say, if I was going to be collecting retros now, it would fit in with what I would be collecting, 
right? Because you could have Haku next to Andre and that makes sense for the Hasbro era. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Also these details, I got, I tried out these different lights and I'm, I don't know if I like them or not. So. Really? I'll, I'll say they look really good. So the lights that you recommended, and I, I wish I remember, what's the name of that website? Luke Light. Luke Light. Thank you. Yeah. L-U-K-E Light. I do like those lights. Okay. So you like those? I do. I picked up some other ones from Amazon just to try. Okay. The only bad thing is, is they kind of sit in a crevice of the detolf. The only bad thing is, is that the lights push out the glass, if that makes sense. Push. So when you put them up against the bar. Yeah. That holds the glass. Right. The way they sit, they push out the glass because they're kind of. I don't want to say a half circle, but they're kind of curved so they could sit there, but they don't. So like the door doesn't close all the way. The door closes. But when you look at it, the glass is kind of bowed out a little bit because oh. of the lights. Yeah. I I may work with them a little bit more trying to see how I'm going to get them. But I did get that first detolf up with my sports stuff in there. And it lo- the lights that you recommended from Luke light look fantastic in there. Yeah, they're actually custom made for the Detolfs. So that's good to know that they actually are doing what they say they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong here, Jeff, because I've only watched the like the installation video, but it's $35 per Detolf, and that gives you four uh, bars of lights, and it's one bar per shelf. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, and it goes at the top of the shelf, and you can angle that bar to where it looks at the figures. So the light is actually shining on the figures. Correct. Well, what we had to put them up because they stick to the bar, but we had to stick them up. So they're illuminating down onto the product, but they're not angled facing the product. Oh, okay. Because they offer a set that is angled. Okay. I'll have to look at those. Okay. I'll have to check those out. Yeah. They offer like a different shaped bar. I think it's more money. But it's an angled bar, so when you apply the lights to it, because you the lights are on kind of a stickum, right? Yes. Yeah. So you take that stickum, and then the angle inside the the light bar mm-hmm. where you attach the lights to is angled, mm-hmm. so it looks at the figures. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get those ones. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And then they have Detolf risers, and now I'm starting to look at Detolf risers, and I'm like, God damn it, how much am I going to put into all this crap? <laughs> so this is outside of the stairs, like the stair risers that we've gotten. I'm talking about Detolf risers. like Oh, the one you put underneath the Detolf itself to lift it up. Exactly. That actually makes a lot of sense, dude, because with the Detolf, that bottom shelf is literally sitting on the floor. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's still cool because your figures are prominently displayed, but they're going to get a lot less looks than if you had them, you know, uh, lifted up a foot or a foot and a half, however big the, the riser is. Man, how much am I going to dump into all this crap? <laughs> But man, by the time it's done, it's going to look so sweet. Yeah. By the way, we need to go pick up some more Detolfs. Yeah. We need to go clear out <laughs> Ikea. Absolutely. We need to, man. We need to do a full uh, run over there. I'll grab my uh, coworker, Eric, and we'll just head on down there. Load up the minivan. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Scott, we've got some news. What do you say we jump into it? Let's talk about it. For episode 400, welcome back, McFarland Sports. Yes, these aren't wrestling figures, we know, but we're excited about these. They showed off the first four figures for the NFL. George Kittle from the San Francisco 49ers. Patrick Mahomes from the Kansas City Chiefs. He'll have that big quarterback jacket. I think it's kind of cool looking. The way it looks is the jacket was laid over him. Cool. Yeah. 
Jalen Hurts from the Philadelphia Eagles and Joe Burrow from the Cincinnati Bengals. On top of the NFL, he also showed off the NHL. These are all seven-inch scale, by the way. Oh, well, let's not forget he did a legend for the NFL as well. Oh, thank you. Clark's Toy Exclusive. There are three Barry Sanders that you can choose from. One's all gold. One's just in his normal blue Detroit uniform. And I forget what the other one was. I apologize. Uh, The white jersey. The white jersey. Thank you. So that's all over at Clark's Toys, the exclusive. Yeah, Barry Sanders. That's If you're going to start Legends, that's a hell of a way to kick off a Legends line right there. All right, let's head over to the NHL. As I said, they're all set. All of these figures are seven inch scale. (sighs) (sighs) Average scale. All right. So are we sure that we want to go with Arn Anderson as the top of the toy tag team? I'm just joking. All right. You insisted on that. Not me. No, he should be. He is the ultimate tag team wrestler. I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm kind of leaning Bobby Eaton. No, he didn't have as many tag team championship runs with as many people. Arn Anderson was the top. But he held the U.S. and tag team titles at the same time. Well, the four horsemen were so good, they didn't need the U.S. titles, which were technically... They never did hold those. No, because technically they held the U.S. title, but not the U.S. tag team title. Right. Never the U.S. tag team titles. See, Midnight Express held both. Well, they weren't the Tully and Arns were too good for the U.S. They just wanted the main gold, the main tag team. Hmm. Uh, who beat Ollie or Arn and Tully for the NWA tag titles? That would be the Midnight Express. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was the Midnights. That's right. Although that's all because the uh, torn and torn Ollie and God damn it. Yeah, right. I did it. So I'm like Ollie, uh, torn, uh, <laughs> Arn and Tully. We're heading to the WWF. That's the only reason they dropped the titles. Hey, who who pinned who? Yeah, uh, it wasn't filmed. At least I don't think it was. Was it? I don't remember seeing that video. Uh, yeah, it might have been one of those guys. We're just going to run it at a house show and call say- it good. No cameras. <laughs> we're going to run it at a house show and say it happened. I bet you YouTube has that video. Eh, it'd be interesting to watch. It'd be a good match to watch. You know, if only we had a device at our fingertips. That would tell us if this happened. True. Very, very true. Maybe one of these days somebody will invent that device. And on that device will be wrestlers music that I can walk my wrestlers down to for their matches. Wouldn't that be amazing? Amazing. All right. Anyways, back to the NHL McFarland figure. Seven inch scale. These NHL figures will have a miniature puck of their respective team on this little plaque that they're on. By the way, they all come on a plaque and it's really cool because they they also have like card art behind them. Now think Rob Schamberger stuff from the elites, mid elites, like elite 54s and area where they had card art behind them on their yeah. stand. That's what these guys are going to have too. For the NHL guys, it will be Tage Thompson from the Buffalo Sabres, Alexander Ovechkin from the Washington Capitals, Sidney Crosby from the Pittsburgh Penguins, Maddie Beneers from the Seattle Kraken, David Pasternak from the Boston Bruins. Did I say that right? I was. I have no idea. Oh, I always get his name wrong. I anyway. think you can call him Pasta. Pasta, right? Because okay. isn't that his nickname? Does he like pasta? Who doesn't? That's true. Well, I mean, aside from people on keto, but. dude they make these keto friendly noodles that are absolutely terrible it's hilarious (laughs) anyways austin they're meant to taste like ass (laughs) 
<laughs> Austin Matthews from the Toronto Maple Leafs. He will also have a gold label as well. And if you're familiar with McFarland's, even their DC figures, they have yeah. what these figures called gold label. And I guess it's, I guess you can kind of call it variants, chases. Uh, you can call it a gold label. I'll call it a gold label. Anyways, means Austin, it's important. Austin Matthews will have this gold label as well. He'll have two different looking Toronto Maple Leafs jerseys. Cole Caulfield. I hope I said that right too. Montreal Canadiens and the great, one of the best, if not the best players in the NHL today, Connor McDavid from the Edmonton Oilers as well. I'm actually really shocked there's no avalanche in this initial run. How there is no McKinnon, I, I'm bad. Or McCarr. Or, uh, dude, right? Yeah. McKinnon, Landeskog, McCarr, dude. Yeah, I, I hate looking at a list of players that he's releasing in Series 1 and second-guessing them, but I really think it's a missed... And again, this is a wrestling figure podcast, not an NHL podcast, but still, we're going to voice some opinions here. Not having a Colorado Avalanche player who just won the Cup like a year ago, that's ah, a big mistake. I agree. So anyways, that is all McFarland's sports figures for NHL and NFL. I can't wait for these to come out. All right, Scott, let's move over to Mitch at Hassle Toys. He is making Kurt Fuller. Who is Kurt Fuller? Think back to the movie No Holds Barred, and there you go. He's making him in a retro style. He showed off the great off-rendering, nothing yet, but retro style Kurt Fuller. How about that one, man? Deep dive, and I love it. Yeah, definitely. And now you're going to have a lot of customs coming out from people because we don't have a Zeus and Hogan regular release in retro form. So I'm sure you're going to see a lot of customs, but to that point, Jeff, he's also doing a six inch version of Mr. Fuller that you could put next to Hogan and Zeus Mattel two pack. How cool is that? Amazing. Or as we saw in our um, Facebook group, you can also put him next to your Ghostbusters figures. Oh, I see why. Yes. Yep. Which that's, that's actually stoking a lot of people's excitement for this figure. So well done, Astle. All right. Speaking of retro style figures, this upcoming week is the last week to get your pre-orders in for PN News. For us over here in the States, that is at Asylum Store. And there is some shipping news. Now, I don't know how many people got this email, but an email came in from Mike Zeka over at the Asylum Wrestling. He said, hello, I'm writing this email for some new options for your orders of KWK Mantar and KWKPN News. We understand some people are hesitant to order again and pay shipping, so these are the options. Option one, keep your order as is. Your figure will be shipped when it's in stock. If you ordered a Mantar and a PN News, we will ship them as we get them. Right now, there seems to be around a month between delivery of each of these. Option two, we refund $10 of you PN News shipping, so your shipping total for two orders will be $14 instead of $24. But you won't get your Mantar until PN News is ready to ship. Each additional figure purchased, you will be refunded shipping that is charged minus $2 per order. With future Series 1 releases, we will refund $10 if you want to save on that shipping. But again, nothing will ship until all four figures are in stock. If you order just Mantar and you have no plans to purchase PN News, Yoshi, Tatsu, or Max Moon, a.k.a. Cosmic Kid, then you are good. If you purchase both PN News and Mantar and want $10 back, just email back that you would like option two. 
I apologize if this email is confusing. Please feel free to email me any questions regarding the options you have. So Asylum Store took took care of any of the concerns regarding the shipping. And that was one of the things we addressed with Sean. Yeah. Yeah. And talk about quick resolution. Holy crap. Yes. So if you guys had any concerns, go on, purchase the figures, email Asylum Store, the Asylum Wrestling at gmail.com. And tell them you want option two or what you want to do. But anyways, it's been resolved. So if you guys had any hesitancy to purchase the PN News figure, it's all good now. Go for it. And tell them which option you would like. Like if you're going into the Rub and Tug place, buy Scott's haircut place. All right. Apparently we're doing a fully posable meetup in Tracy. (laughs) Where's this meetup, prick? (laughs) This is uh, Johnny and... uh, I need a haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Crows get haircuts? Wow. You learn something new every day. Oh, yeah, we do, prick. Horses have gas holes and crows get haircuts. Oh, dude. Gas holes. Sean went on to Amazon today and he was looking for... He was looking for some Overwatch thing. Now, Overwatch is some video game that he plays. So he types in Overwatch and he types in something else because... Sean, his wife, and his daughter are all, all in on playing Overwatch. So for he's doing his Christmas shopping earlier. Okay. So he types into Amazon for this Overwatch character. Well, by page two, it's not even remotely close to what he searched for, right? Right. They just keep throwing random crap at you and hope that something sticks. So in this random crap that they're hoping that sticks is this big plush cat pillow. Now, what's significant about this big cat plush te- pillow it has testicles. Um, Dude, the big cat plush pillow has full-blown testicles. Um, Here's it. Now to add on to that, the thing also has a butthole. <laughs> so um, Sean is now completely like enthralled, like what the hell is this and why is it on my Overwatch search engine? <laughs> and now all of a sudden, why is it in my cart? So... He pu- he's like, I need to watch the video because I can't believe this thing has a butthole, right? Wait, there's a video of it? There's a video of it. Plays the video and there's an attractive Asian female. Okay. And she's on a laptop and she's kind of showing you how to kind of like lay on the pillow while she's on the computer or to how to snuggle up with the pillow as she, you know, as you fall asleep or whatnot. Okay, well, where are the testicles resting as you're putting your head on this pillow? Uh, so that she's laying it out like long way. So she's laying on the stomach. But so the testicles would be back. If she's laying on her right side, the testicles would be in the back of her neck, right? <laughs> okay. Hold on. It gets better, dude. She takes the pillow. She flips it around. She lifts up the cat's tail. And sure enough, there's the butthole, right? Now hmm. she gets her finger and goes right inside the butthole, dude. Uh, wait, <laughs> wait. Dude. I kid you not. This is on Amazon. I'm not reporting anything that's false. So I have to do a screenshot and post this to Twitter, dude, because it's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So wait a second. Yes, I've got to send you this, dude. It's fantastic. It's not a simple stitched on butthole. No, it's insertion. It, yeah. People are just some weird shit, dude. So you know what's going under my Christmas tree? <laughs> Hopefully her, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and if she brings the cat stuffed animal with her, even better. No, oh, I usually have to pay extra for that at the Robin Tug place. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh no dude so, that's crazy so anyways i've got to send you the link dude i'll send it to you and your uh, co-worker because it's hilarious dude oh this is great yeah please send it oh dude it's so funny dude i'm actually upset i didn't get to see it before we recorded but i'm <laughs> i'm actually kind of happy you surprised me with that we'll send it to you and bucky thank you all right anyways <laughs> wow <laughs> wow anyways quite a toy yes so you can find that on Amazon if you search Overwatch figures, I guess. Boy, Squishmallow really changed up the game. All right, on to WWE. Uh, Mattel Creations. Guys, do not forget, speaking of the PN News figure, also going up for pre-order. Also up for pre-order this week, Mattel Creations, September 26th, 9 a.m. West Coast time. George Steele and Roddy Roddy Piper. I'm all over it. MattelCreations.com, September 26th at 9 a.m. That is Tuesday, 9 a.m., September 26th. Yeah, can't wait for that set. We saw it at WrestleMania Access. And just unbelievable, dude. The detail on that thing, those figures look so good. You've all seen the pictures of them. Cannot wait for that set. Also, there has been news update regarding Bray Wyatt figures. Bray Wyatt passed away a few weeks ago, and now there is an update. Bray Wyatt Mattel update. Mattel just announced the following. We have had to adjust two waves of upcoming WWE figures due to the unfortunate passing of WWE superstar Bray Wyatt. We will be offering the performer's family some space at this time, but in partnership with WWE, we look forward to celebrating this amazing superstar and his legacy in future lines to come. Bray will be removed from the following waves. WWE Elite Collection Greatest Hits Series 3 and... WWE Ultimate Edition Wave 2. A huge applause to Mattel for doing this. Much yeah. res- much respect to them for doing this. Not upset even in the slightest. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it makes sense that their next figure of Bray would be well thought out and a fitting tribute to Bray Wyatt. So yeah, definitely hats off to you, Mattel. That was definitely the right call. AEW did right by Luke Harper when he passed. And it seems like WWE slash Mattel is going to do the same thing for Bray. Be patient. We will get more out later on. But at this time, uh, let's pump the brakes and be respectful of the family. So, Yeah, but it shows you like how big of a character Bray Wyatt was on WWE's roster that he was about to get his third ultimate. There's not a lot of guys that have had three ultimates made. Um, Bray Wyatt was about to make a very exclusive list. Yeah, exactly. He was going to be the Arn Anderson of Ultimate Editions. Hmm. Come on. That was good. That was good. Okay. <laughs> You're like 400 episodes of this asshole. I'm Four, so it, yeah. How have I done it? I am so sick of this guy already. Give myself flowers for putting up with you. <laughs> I'm going to get you a cat plush pillow. <laughs> Please. <laughs> uh, I got to take the pillow to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how disturbing is that thing dude <laughs> i'm gonna take it to work <laughs> don't mind the pillow under my desk um, mind your business all right scott it's so funny dude we're on elite series 96 in the nostalgia segment and i'm like man i just got this hogan literally like maybe earlier this year yeah i just got mine in my last pile of loot from bbts what was that like two months ago too yeah hey it's still nostalgia damn it it, it is because it was two months ago exactly exactly hey do you remember when you were talking about getting that hogan oh dude remember when we were talking about that pillow yes that was amazing all nostalgia 
with the butthole? Yes. How could I forget? <laughs> oh man, this is all nostalgia. How did they not just stitch one on? I don't know, dude. They actually made it plungeable. I know. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping that Japanese girl is, or the Asian girl is at the uh, rub and tug place. But I mean, <laughs> when we all, when we do the fake life meetup, right? Well, all I can say is why weren't these stuffed animals around when I was a kid? Oh, oh. <laughs> what? The pillow wakes up and it's teabagging you. Anyways. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone through so many socks. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Are we going to leave that in? <laughs> I hope so. It's episode 400. Of course, we're going to leave it in. Yeah, we do what we want, damn it. Yeah, exactly. We're old and we don't care anymore. Get off our lawn. You'd almost think we are sponsored by those cat plush people. <laughs> Search Overwatch skins. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> let's head on over to the nostalgia segment. we get into elite series 96 what we want you guys to do is head on over to wrestlingfiguredatabase.com over there we want you to go and go into the wwe section click on wwe main elite line 51 to 100 click on series 96 and follow along as scott reads off this list again that's all over at wrestlingfiguredatabase.com Come. All right, Scott, what you got for Elite Series 96? Yes, sir. Mattel, WWE Elite Series 96 consisted of Brock Lesnar, came with steel steps and a camera accessory. Hulk Hogan, as you put it here, Jeff, he came with a fisting helmet. Uh-huh. It's a helmet with a fist on it. Yes, uh, that you can also fist with. Hulkster license plate and a bandana accessory. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, this was supposed to come with a motorcycle gas tank. I think you're right. Somebody's going to have to correct me because I think Steve Ozer did mess- mention this on the message boards. Yeah, but I thought it was supposed to come with this figure. I thought it was too. Did it come with it or? No. Oh, okay. No, right. it didn't come with the, the gas tank. It was supposed to when it was shown, but it didn't make it into the package for whatever reason. It's funny too, because I'm looking right at this figure and I... Didn't even pay attention to it. <laughs> so this would have been Hulk Hogan from his Bad News Brown feud. Correct. Yep. I also would say that that is the father of the SmackDown fist. Next up, Ilya Dragunov came with the UK title and a red and black robe accessory. Soft goods, by the way. Kofi Kingston, he was in his purple gear, came with an entrance vest accessory. Shinsuke Nakamura, he was in his white gear came with a soft goods white entrance jacket and a crown accessory. Last, Piper Niven. She was the variant in the set. Regular version was her in blue gear with a black soft goods jacket. Variant was in her green outfit. Same accessory. And Jeff, that rounds out Elite 96. Did you say Brock Lesnar? I did. He was first one on the list. Okay. I don't know why I blacked that out of my memory. Anyways. You slept through it. Yeah. I probably did. Anyways. Uh, okay, this makes up for last series. This is much better. Oh, dude, yeah. This series is outstanding. Talk about... Uh, well, I want to talk about Ilya Dragunov. Talk about one figure that I regret not getting. I kicked myself in the ass. The Ilya Dragunov? Yeah. Really? You know, I became a bigger fan of his when he hit NXT. Okay. I, I knew he was having banger matches on NXT UK, but I wasn't watching NXT UK. 
one of the few guys to beat Gunther. Now that I'm watching him in NXT, I'm loving him, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's outstanding. And it, if I could recommend this to everybody, go back and watch his uh, NXT UK match with Gunther for the title. It was not the match that he won the title in, but it was around November 2020, I believe, is when it took place, October, November 2020. Amazing. Still one of the best matches I've ever seen. I'm very old, Jeff. One of the best <laughs> matches I've ever seen. Just outstanding from start to finish. Actually made me buy the Walter figure. Well, Gunther for FKA Walter. So how come you didn't get the Dragonaut figure? Um, uh, just kind of fell off, became more of a fan of Walter, I guess. Okay. But yeah, it's outstanding. That, that match is so good. And Dragonoff, yeah, he was amazing in it. Okay. Uh, I was so focused on getting Hogan. That was my only big thing is all I wanted was this Hogan out of yeah. this, out of this series. And I totally overlooked Dragonoff. I don't know what happened to me. Yeah, you know, stuff happens. I'm very old. It happens. All right, we've got some eBay prices to go over. Brock Lesnar with the steel steps in the camera. Last old eBay listing was September 17th for $20.50 on seven bids. Hulk Hogan with the fisting helmet, Hulkster license plate, and bandana. Last old eBay listing was September 19th for $19.99. Ooh, yeah, Dragonov, UK title, red and black robe. Last old eBay listing. August 25th for $26.99. Kofi Kingston in his purple gear. Last old eBay listing was July 23rd for $15.50 on 11 bids. Shinsuke Nakamura with the white entrance outfit and crown. Last old eBay listing September 2nd for $18.99. Piper Niven, who was the variant in this one, regular was blue outfit, black soft goods jacket. The variant was her in the green outfit with a black soft goods jacket. Last sold eBay regular. Now, there were no regular ones, just plain old Piper Niven figures sold. They were all autographed. Oh. I, yeah. So, last sold eBay regular with an auto with JSA certification, August 24th for $99.99. The variant was autoed with a JSA certification, August 24th for $85.99. Those were sold? That These were sold. Wow. Okay. With a JSA certification. They were autoed. I believe the variant was in a light blue and... No, I apologize. The variant was in a light green and the regular was in a light blue. Okay. Got it. Wow. Because these are still on ringside for pretty cheap. I think the regular version's like 13 bucks. The variant is like 19 or 20, something like that. Interesting. So, yeah, so the figures themselves, I don't think, obviously they're still on ringside for cheap, uh, less than you'd find at like Walmart. So, man, that's an expensive, I'm wondering if Piper just doesn't do a lot of signings. Maybe, but they sold these for, well, whoever had these with the JSA Auto sold these for a good chunk of change, so. Yeah, help, having the JSA on there, that definitely helps because it is certified. Um, exactly. Man, that's that's quite a price tag. So that is Elite Series 96. Scott, you just want to jump right into the listener segment? Yeah, let's just start talking to him. Okay. Our first question comes in from the gentleman from Boot to the Face, Rucker. He said, Jeer, Jeff, and Scott, this is Rucker from Boot to the Face. If you could pick a Mount Rushmore of wrestlers to release a sex tape on OnlyFans, who would they be? Rank them. Have a good show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
Is this anyone that has previously had a sex tape or? Read the question again. Let's make sure we're we're putting the Mount Rushmore together correctly. This isn't like wish list or is this like established? They've already had a tape and we're going to start ranking them. If you could pick a Mount Rushmore of wrestlers to release a sex tape on OnlyFans. Oh, there we go. Okay, so it's open game. Man, I feel pervy just answering this. I Hey, look, we don't make the rules here. The listeners ask the questions. We have to give an honest answer. So, of all time? It's just, dude, it's wish list. That's open game. Open game. All right. Hmm. Are you thinking Ahmed Johnson like I am? That was where my mind went right away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more excited for that than I am John Cena's next rap album. Yeah, I've already seen Hogan in his sex tape, so I don't need to see that. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Did you say you're more excited than John Cena's next rap album? Yes. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm more excited for (laughs) Ahmed Johnson's porn. All right. All right. right. You got to imagine Ahmed Johnson like in the same pose as that dude sitting on the bed (laughs) with the arm resting on his on his knees. (laughs) It's just like resting on the floor. Okay. All right. All right. All right. It's like feeding snipe, feeding time in a snake cage. <laughs> just like slithering around like I'm a snake. <laughs> slithery snake. Slithery snake a snake. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I don't know. I feel pervy answering this like to everybody around the world. Jeff, it's our duty. Duty. Okay. I, I said duty. Luna Vashon. Well, that's interesting. It's because you think she's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, I like that. Sherry Martell, but she has to be wearing the outfit from 92 Summers. Yeah, 92 SummerSlam. Okay, I like where you're going with this. You're going 90s, and I I respect that. Yeah, because, like, this is my teenage years, so this... Right. My perviness was at an all-time high, and it makes me feel justified. Right, Sunny in her prime. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, not the one that we saw three years ago. Or the one in court just recently. <laughs> where, where she was cosplaying nails. <laughs> cosplaying nails. And then, uh, man, who would be the last one? Uh, start going ECW. Start oh. thinking ECW and I think you'll get a name. Oh, dude, I loved Beulah. Really? Not Kimono Winalea? Oh, she was attractive too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I was a Beulah fan. Okay. Oh, but you know, Beulah already was in... A publication. She was in a publication, but he's yes. talking about like a video. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going 90s. I'm going to go straight 90s. All right. All right. I like it. Okay. So when I recommended Sunny, that was on your list. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Sunny in her prime. Yeah. Yeah. Like 97 Raw Magazine lingerie spread Sunny. Oh, yeah. 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 I got gotcha. you. Didn't you keep Kleenex in business because of that? I did. I did. <laughs> it was either that or the pages were going to get stuck together and. I couldn't do that to future Scott. So understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Respect. Right. All right. So what's your four? I mean, you got to go Mandy Rose. Yeah. Um, Tony storm. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, you're going current day too. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, Bailey. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Nikita Lyons. If only because, yes, gotta see it, gotta see it, <laughs> gotta see it. The splits, she, I get, the splits, I get it. I money says she can make it clap, dude. <laughs> money says she can make it clap, make it clap, clap, clap. Right, uh, yeah, clap, 
Clap. Right. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Moving the back a little bit. Yeah. 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 Sounds sounds like you're you're mixing a bowl of mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a, a boot stuck in mud, but even wetter. But <laughs> even wetter. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, that was not the question I expected to lead off the listener segment, but damn it, I like it. Well, I thought that would be a fun question to uh, answer. Uh, Rucker sent that over. I was like, dude, I'm reading that on the air. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's 400. Why not? We've never had a question like that in the history of the show. So, exactly. hey, episode 400, why not? Exactly. 400. I like it, Rucker. All right. Uh, thanks, Rucker, man. Appreciate it. So, Christopher Dean and I were talking about panini losing the license as far as cards yeah he just told me about that and it was real sudden it it was panini dude mike the cleaner said it on here a year ago panini is shady they should have stuck to the sticker albums (laughs) those sticker albums were so fun dude they were incredible i loved those sticker albums i wish we had saved ours 100 percent. anyways he said what did you think of the panini thing my question for you two is that and what other licenses may be changed and God help us, could Mattel lose the license? I don't see another company Endeavor could go with. Hasbro couldn't handle that, correct? Question mark. So it's kind of like a, there's a quick text, but it was also formed into a question. So he's asking, could Endeavor slash TKO go away from Mattel? No, I don't think so because it's either Hasbro or Mattel. Those are the giants. Right. And you've got a massive company like the WWE already with an established one of the big two. It doesn't make any sense to go to the other one. In my opinion, you're already established. It's a 13, almost 14 year relationship at this point. And they are, we mentioned it a few years ago that they were really starting to just release home run after home run. That hasn't changed. That it's still they are the top of the food chain that has not changed. You know, if they started slacking in terms of sculpts uh, names chosen to put out into the lineups, if if things started to suck on Mattel's end, then yeah, I'd be all for them making a switch, but Mattel just keeps getting better. So I, why change it? You know, you're already with one of the big two. Don't rock the boat. Stay put in terms of the cards. That is really shocking that it ended so quickly. But, you know, Cleaner called it with Panini a a year ago. So I guess they had to move on. But as far as the toys are concerned, no, stay with Mattel. They would have to because there's no other company that could keep up with the demand and the amount of figures. Like outside of Hasbro, let's think of who else would. Do they go back to Jax? No. No. Do they go to Jada Toys? No. Nope. Jada couldn't keep up. No. The only ones that are in it, like in terms of sculpting that can make the figures as good as Mattel is making them, I think would be like McFarlane or NECA. Now McFarlane would be an interesting one, but it would be a whole different collection. Reason I say that is because McFarlane only does these beautiful, I, I'm going to call them toy slash statues. Yes. Yes. They're not 100% toys. They're not 100% statues. It's almost like a, a mix. The figures are absolutely beautiful, but would he be able to do different variations of lines for his figures? Would he be able to do like an elite legends? Would he be able to do an elite line? You know, because if you look at the DC, you know, all in the same scale, all in the same form, you know. Well, if he did him anything like DC, you don't really, 
in my opinion, you don't really play with those. So I think if he did them like the DC characters, I don't think that you would have the same playability in those figures that you do with Mattel. And again, he could change it and do something entirely different, go completely different scale, different body types. But I, I just can't see it. And NECA, to me, again, that's, as you said, with McFarlane, almost like small statues. Correct. Right. But you need to maintain that playability because at the end of the day, that's what the wrestling figures are all about. It's about the playability. It's for the kids. Um, I just don't see that outside of Mattel or Hasbro. Correct. I agree with you 100 percent, dude. And and they've already done the Hasbro thing. So stick with Mattel. And like you said, it doesn't make sense to go over to Hasbro. It just doesn't make sense. No, that's I wouldn't say it's necessarily moving backwards. That relationship was in the 90s. It's been 30 years. So, I mean, it's been a long time since they've been with Hasbro, but why, why ruin a good thing with Mattel? I mean, I don't know what their business relationship is like. I just know as a wrestling figure fan, I'm loving what Mattel is putting out right now. So why would you want to go against that? Like if you could look at the product and say, man, there are a lot of changes that could be made. These, these figures aren't looking as good anymore, but you can't say that. At least in my opinion, I can't look at the Mattel line and go, man, there are so many things I would change. I wish they'd switch. Nah, you're already with one of the established big two. Stay with it. Thank you, Christopher, for sending that over. Mm -hmm. Scott, next question comes in from the great, the wonderful, the Cleveland Browns fan himself, Justin Summers. By the way, Justin, I'm sorry about Nick Chubb, dude. I think we're all rooting for him man because that was a gnarly injury but let's see what your uh, question is hello scott and jeff this is once again justin summers with my question of the however long between episodes is it since i last asked a question yeah anyway happy 400 guys 400 episodes absolutely insane I know that it's not necessarily an easy feat to get to. I mean, I just stopped at 350. I think total count with the show that preceded Wrestling Cheers before I rebranded it, I think total I was at like like around 380. So huge congrats to you guys. And, you know, thank you for allowing me and everybody else to be a part of this show. Ironically enough, it, it, it feels like I, I haven't been on this show that long. But we're talking since, like, fall of 2020, right? Just insane. Anyway, let's get on to my question. So, the prompt for you guys is you have to build a dream arcade. Now, this would be in your own house. But with this arcade, there are some specifications. You need one retro 80s machine one pinball machine, one side-scrolling beat-em-up, one gun game, one sit-down slash racer, one fighting game, and one wild card. Can be of the any of the above categories or something else. Here is my list. My 80s cabinet would be Donkey Kong. Pinball machine would be the Adams Family pinball game. I actually had a friend whose dad had this machine in his garage. He had three pinball machines. This one, Last Action Hero, and one called Taxi. Not of the show, just Taxi. My side-scrolling beat-em-up would be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. My gun game would be 
T2. My racer would be Mario Kart Arcade GP DX. Yes, that is the total name for it. Uh, a fairly recent arcade game. It's just whenever I was at Dave and Buster's in 2020, literally like the week before the shutdown, uh, me, my wife, and uh, some friends of ours, we all went. This was one of the games we played, and we played it all together, and it was so much fun. My fighting game, and this is kind of cheating, I get it, would be WWF WrestleFest, kind of a fighting game, and my my wild card, which, I mean, you could go like air hockey table or foosball or just like another cabinet, a, a sports game. I'm going to go another pinball machine, WWF Royal Rumble. I'll never forget when I saw one in person back in 2005. Sadly, it was at a laundromat. And I say sadly because I couldn't go in and play it because I was on my way to a concert a few spaces over from where this laundromat was. And they, they might have been closed. I don't remember. But I remember seeing it in the window going, oh, my God. And, yeah, it's been, it's been on my list to just play, but I would love to own it. But, yeah, that is my dream arcade with those specifications uh what do you guys got look forward to hearing your answers off the air where we get jeff spayed and neutered and happy 400 episodes congrats guys love you both we need to spay and neuter those plush cats by the way <laughs> right yeah those things are out of control Justin, thank you very much, dude. This question is a lot of fun, dude. Like you really got me thinking on this one. So I'm going to have Scott go first. Well, yeah, first off, Justin, thank you for the uh, congrats. Much appreciated. Uh, this show's better off because you are a part of it. And it's it's always been about the listeners, even from episode one. You know, we wanted feedback. We wanted to know what we could do better. We basically wanted to make it something that you guys would enjoy. If you're enjoying wrestling figures, we wanted you to enjoy the show right along with us. Be like you were sitting around your buddies talking figures. So thank you for being a part of this show for, gosh, three years now. Loving every minute of it, dude. Thank you for being a part of it. Uh, so starting it off, Jeff, retro 80s arcade. Uh-huh. What are you feeling on this one? I put down Paperboy. Ooh. Dude, I loved Paperboy. Paperboy was one of my favorite arcades of all time. I can't argue with that one at all. I like it. There are some other games that I really wanted to put in here. I'm trying to figure out where I can put them, but I don't think I can. But if I had to choose one game that I loved and always went to, if it was at an arcade, it was always Paperboy. Got it. Got it. I am going Spy Hunter. Dude, that was on my list too. There was three. It was Spy Hunter. Paperboy, and then, um, oh, God, where Godzilla and King Kong climb up the... Rampage. Rampage, thank you. Yep. Those three were on my list. I had to put down Godzilla because I forgot the name of Rampage, but anyway. <laughs> but it, that was on, those three were on my list, but if I had to choose one, it was always Paperboy. Got it. Yeah, I, I have very, very fond memories of going to uh, Squeezers, the hamburger place Yep. that was over by mom and dad's where we'd go every single Sunday. Uh-huh. We'd get our burgers. We'd eat, they had a bakery inside with fresh pies. So mm -hmm. we'd get a, a slice of pie and then it was video game time. And mom and dad would sit there and chat and we'd be in that arcade for like two hours. Uh, honorable mention goes to Dig Dug, but a lot of my quarters went into Spy Hunter. I love the look of the cabinet because you had the, the gas pedal, you had the steering wheel, just 
everything about that game was just cool. So yeah. I'm going Spy Hunter for the retro 80s. Oh, I hear the place next to your haircut place has fresh pies all the time, too. <laughs> ah. Where is this place, by the way? Brick, where's this beat up? Well, I don't know if the pie is fresh. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but they definitely serve it. Come on now. If The Rock can say it back in the 2000s, we can too. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Come now. on. We're 400 years old. Come on now. Exactly. Yes. All right. <clears throat> One gun game. Okay. So I didn't play that many gun games. Um, I know you're going to laugh at this, Scott, because it's a little inside joke between all of us, but I did enjoy playing Silent Scope and I do remember <laughs> playing it. Do you remember when it gave you pink eye at Demon Busters? I thought it gave me pink eye. It ended up being a, a sinus infection, but I thought it was pink eye. <laughs> I wasn't okay. even close. I wasn't even close. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do remember playing Silent Scope. If there's any other gun games from back in the day that we used to play at the arcades, Lethal Enforcers. Lethal Enforcers was actually really fun. Area Fifty One. I didn't play Area Fifty One that much. Okay, gotcha. Uh, that's the one I'd probably go with is Area 51. Okay, I'm gonna go Silent Scope. I actually it really enjoyed that one. If I okay. were to if I were to play a gun game, I would do that. Okay, so scratching off my list here, we have the retro 80s game covered. Yes. We've got the gun game covered. Yep. Uh pinball. There were a lot of pinballs, and there's actually a pinball museum out here in Alameda, California. Awesome place to hang out for like 10 hours. <laughs> 10 hours. Well, it's it, all you can play. It, it's so much fun. You can just drop 20 bucks and just play unlimited pinball. There are a lot of pinball games that I used to play back in the day. I re do remember the WWF Royal Rumble one. Because I think if I'm not mistaken, we found that one over next to the Oakland Coliseum, Scott. I think Did, you're right. I think we found it there. Yeah. Um, I was always a fan of the pinball games that had a lot of the actions going on where the ball would go up the ramp and it would do like 50 shoots and right. Ops. I had a lot of fun with those at this time. I'm drawing a blank on what, which ones had those, but those are the ones that I always had fun with. So WWF Royal Rumble. So just by default, I'm going to say WWF Royal Rumble. Okay. I'm going uh classic seventies here and I'm going with the kiss pinball machine. Ooh, good call on that one. Love that one. Had a feeling you were going to go that one. Yeah, that's one of those. If I could set up a game room with unlimited budget, mm -hmm. that would be purchase number one. Okay. Yeah, that's it's something I've always wanted to own since I was a little kid. And I remember at one time you could get them for like three grand, 3,500, somewhere in there. And I'm pretty sure they've gone up since then, especially ones in really, really good condition. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if, if I was ever able to build a game room, that would be purchase number one is the original Kiss Pinball Machine. Racing game. Okay, I know which one I'm picking. Which one are you going with? And I wouldn't be surprised if you picked the same exact one. Okay. Do you remember the Disneyland Arcade? Of course. The Force, the four-seater. So that's the one I was going to pick. Is that Daytona? No, it was the motorcycle game. Oh, it was like going... Kawasaki GT or something like that. Oh, you're going with Kawasaki. Oh, yeah, for sure. The motorcycles. Remember me, you, Dave, and Franco used to sit on those things for days oh, and just dude. race after race. And we'd start to like put money on it. Yes, yes. That one was really, really fun, dude. Yeah, or like but... the loser had to go talk to girls for the rest of the guys. And <laughs> and then if they had no game, then you come back like 30 seconds later and they're like, oh, they didn't like us. Yeah. Then you got teased relentlessly. Exactly. <laughs> and then he would go right on people mover and make fun of each other. <laughs> no, I was thinking of the um, 
the four seater NASCAR game. I think I thought it was called Daytona. Oh, maybe I don't. There was a four seater NASCAR that was really fun, and we would all race against each other. All four of us would. We would do the Kawasaki game. We'd do that one. I thought it was called Daytona, but it was a very colorful NASCAR type game. Okay, got it. What about a fighting game? Uh, honestly, dude, I'm going WWF WrestleMania. Oh yeah, dude. The yep. the Konami game where it was like Mortal Kombat. That was my favorite game. Okay, I respect that. I like it. Uh, plus Bam Bam Bigelow was in it. So anything with Bam Bam Bigelow has to be good. Okay. I'm going to go old school. I'm going Mortal Kombat. Number one. Ooh, that's the OG. Good... The original had never seen anything like it before when it first came out and was just amazed, blown away. When the home port came out, it was like a day one purchase. Had to have it. So I'm going old school. Number one, Mortal Kombat. I like it. I That's a good one. I almost said Street Fighter. That would have probably been... That's like a far number two. My number one is WWF WrestleMania. Gotcha. So I like your uh, Mortal Kombat one. Uh, beat em up side scroller. The one that came to mind is there's a, I can't think of the name, but it was, there was one on Sega Genesis or Sega CD. I think um, that was also in the arcade and it was a side scroller. Like two, you and a buddy would just walk down the street and just start beating fools up. Double dragon. It wasn't Double Dragon. It was you and a partner, and these guys were like overly big. Uh, Final Fight? It might have been Final Fight. We had that for the Super Nintendo. Okay, I think that might have been it. Or are you thinking Combat Tribes? No, it wasn't Combat Tribes. Okay, because that's the one I'm going with. I was a huge fan of both games. I love Final Fight, but my favorite side-scroller, like Double Dragon would be number two for me. But yes. number one is definitely Combat Tribes. Yes, it was Final Fight because of Hagar. Yes, it Hagar, was Hagar. Yeah, exactly. It was Final Fight. You're correct. Okay. Got it. Nice. And then your wild card. WrestleFest. Uh, I had down air hockey. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, so I, I like going outside the realm of like arcade game or pinball. Like you're going for one of like the specialty table games. Yep. Loved me some air <laughs> hockey, dude. Nice. And uh, I'm also putting a humongous speaker in the room uh, with Bluetooth that I can run my phone off of for tunes. For Jeff tunes? For Jeff tunes. Or just put a video jukebox on the wall. Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah. Gotta have a complete game room. Did we miss any of Justin's questions or any of... uh... No, that was it. I wrote them all down. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's a good list, man. That's a fun list right there. Yeah, great question, too. I love that. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Thank you, Justin. Actually had a really good time with that. Yeah, they just don't have arcades like they used to, you know? No. I hate they... to sound like the old man, but dude, those 80s arcades, you could get lost in those things. Just for days be lost in there. It was so much fun. Don't worry, dude. We're 400 years old, so. Right, right, right. Because that's how <laughs> that's how episodes work. It's 400, <laughs> 400 episodes, 400 years. <laughs> Justin, thank you again for that question. I love you too, man. And uh, as I said, man, holy shit. Prayers up for... Uh... <laughs> Thoughts and prayers for uh, Nick Chubb on that knee injury. Holy crap. Yeah, you know what that reminded me of was uh, Napoleon McCallum uh, on the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. From that 90, was it 93, 94 game against the Niners? It was 90, crap. I think No, it was 94, I think. Yeah, that, that, oh man, that was just gruesome. And so seeing that injury very much reminded me of that that play. And ugh, yeah, ugh, all the yeah. best to you, man. I hope hope you heal up soon, dude. That That's rough. Oh man, that was so bad, dude. Yeah, I mean, as a fan of a team, 
you hate to see a good player like that go down, but just like as a person, you're like, oh, dude. Yeah. Like, all the best. Thank you again, Justin. Love you, man. Scott, next question comes in from Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here, back with that bi-weekly question. This week, boys, in honor of 300 up... Oh, he put 300. I think that was a typo. I think he meant 400. Oops. Was he drinking with Andre? <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys, what's some of your favorite moments from the show up to this point? I'm not sure if it can count as a moment, but I do like how the wrestling figure industry and community grew as you guys started to find your groove in the podcast. Coincidence or not, you can't deny that the scene has changed from when you guys first started to now with a ton of wrestling figure lines starting to come out as you guys continue to show. Keep in mind when you guys started, it was only Mattel and FTC with Jack out the door on impact. Another good moment would be when you got the retro raw arena funded. Yes, Scott. I know this one is a bitter is a bit bitter because of what happened to the nitro stage, but I can't help but bring up the success of the first Mattel creations and how awesome it was to get it funded, especially with all the frustrations of not being able to find certain guys on pegs. Did JT say pegs? Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> he had to say pegs. Hey, uh, Hey, by the way, I'm glad you guys made it to 400 episodes. You guys wouldn't have done it without me. Yeah, you're right, KBW. It probably would have been over about 40 episodes ago. But, you know, you really came onto the show and and breathed new life into it. You were a breath of fresh air. And uh, the listeners really took to you. And, yeah, I, I contribute 100% us making it to 400 episodes because of you. Uh, I'm breathing new life. Uh, Thank I, you. Yeah, I also sound like Stu trying to exhale. But yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was going to be shitty flute. Who knew? that it would have actually been KBW. Yes, it's all because of me that you guys actually made it to 400, 400, whatever you guys call it at the show. But uh, yeah, it's all because of me. I would like to thank no one but myself, not you, Scott, not you, Jeff, especially not those prick crows. Wow, he's taking a dig at the crows. Oh boy. Dude. I hope they don't start crapping on your horse, KBW. No, we're heading to Tracy, so we'll take care of him later. We've we got to find this. Massage. <laughs> this is Johnny. I need to get over there. I'm fiending. God damn it. Well, I'll give you a hint. Once you see Popeyes, you're there. <laughs> I love Popeyes, but not as good as Burger King, but Popeyes is delicious. Popeyes is delicious. Yes. Yes, with that chicken sandwich. Oh. Although, although Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich, I will say is better. Oh. Don't fight me. Jeff, can can you have him removed, please? Hey. He I am an expert at fast food. My family is from, where were you from? Virginia. And then we moved to some other place in the Midwest or something like that. <laughs> something like that. St. Louis. I think we moved to St. Louis and opened up a Burger King. But I'm a, I'm a fast food aficionados. Well, I will say you have very poor taste in chicken sandwiches if you think Chick-fil-A is better than Popeye's. Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich? Greater than Popeye's. Don't fight me, Scottoon. Overrated, sir. Scotty. Overrated. Scotty, don't fight me. The sauce is good. Scotty don't. Scotty don't. <laughs> eh, Scotty don't. <laughs> you know what's better than Chick-fil-A? What? Every other chicken sandwich. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what's better than Chick-fil-A? Honestly, are the uh, the bag of frozen chicken patties at Costco. What are you doing here? On a basic hamburger bun. Don't you do this? No. With just Chick-fil-A sauce on it. No. That's better than the actual Chick-fil-A sandwich. Look, Scott Toon. 
I do like Popeye's, but if I'm going to compare the two, Ch Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich to Popeye's, I'm going Chick-fil-A over Popeye's. We'll, we'll agree to disagree. I can steal the crow's catchphrase now because they're heading over to Tracy to see you. <laughs> they're saying that they're heading to Tracy, so they I just assume they're coming to see you. They said still about Popeye's. We found it. They said they wanted to watch you get a haircut or something. I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I love me some Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. Well, everybody can be wrong every now and then. I'm not wrong. Wrong. But I know what I am right about, that I kept the show alive because of me. I would like to thank no one but myself. I would like everybody to go purchase the KBW stickers on Starman NJ's T-Public. All right. Getting the Steve Hoker plug in there. I like it. Way ahead yes. of schedule. Yes. He was kind enough. He was kind enough to make me a custom figure. And on top of that, he got me a stickers and all the proceeds go to writing my letter. More pens. That's, that's expensive. Paper and pens. What is this ink in your printer or something? No, no. There's just funds coming to me so I can put it towards my letter. There's no funds that need to go into your letter, dude. Just, just put it down on Microsoft Word. What is he uh, using? Yeah, what is he using to compose his like a computer, an old school typewriter? Yeah, he's uh he's using a typewriter. An old school typewriter. Yeah, he has to white out all the the errors and stuff like that. Remember? I see. Yeah. So, anyways, all right, I'm gonna go now. Thank you to everybody. I appreciate you all, and uh, yes, I accept all cash donations because I need to keep my letter going. And BK is not cheap. BK is not cheap. No, it's not. Especially out here in California. What the hell is wrong with you guys? Why the hell are you living out here? This place sucks. The only reason I'm staying out here is because this jerk let me stay in this house for free. The kennel. Well, it's a kennel. And he's putting <laughs> and he's putting up detolfs around me. I don't I don't have I'm losing all my space in that room. You might be I, replaced one day, KBW. Yeah, uh, I'm easily replaced. <laughs> I am every employer. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next Chick-fil-A commercial. I will be there. <clears throat> all right. Bye, everybody. Actually, now I'm going to go get Chick-fil-A. It's not Ugh. Sunday. It's not Sunday, so I can go. All right. Bye, everybody. He's off to Chick-fil-A. Oh, good. Yep. All right. Back to JT's question. Being able to find certain guys on pegs. Did JT say pegs? Oh, okay. Go. And Toys R Us. Toys R Us's closure causing big wrestling figure sets to go on hiatus. It was nice to see the thing get funded and out there to those who wanted some big boy play sets. Final thing I want to say to you guys is to keep up the good work. I know you guys mentioned how fun but time-consuming doing this podcast can be, and as someone who puts content out there for people to check out, I can relate. But you guys have really put a lot of effort into the show and made it basically chicken noodle soup for the soul. I've enjoyed listening to this, sending in listener submissions for these last these past episodes, and I look forward to doing it for another 100. JT. JT, thank you very much, man. You know, there's a lot of things that have happened in these seven years or 400 episodes that you sit back and you laugh at all the stuff that's happened, like the silliness that's come come on the show or Scott and I just going off tangents about Arn Anderson being the greatest tag team wrestler of all time. And <laughs> hey, Scott, remember when that happened? Remember when I said it was Bobby Eaton? Yeah. <laughs> Nostalgia. See, it's it's stuff like this that makes me laugh. It's stuff like this when I go back and editing and I forget that a lot of the stuff we'll say and I'll just be sitting there editing laughing. 
And it's, I know if it's making me laugh, it's going to make you guys chuckle, whether you guys are on an airplane, whether you guys are walking the dog, whether you guys are at the gym, whether you guys are just driving to work or whatnot, and you guys are listening to the show. I know that something that Scott will say, and I take and spin off, you know, it just makes everybody laugh. And that's what is so satisfying to me for this show. Also, just sitting next to my brother is so much fun as well. I mean, you know, we would still be hanging out, you know, putting up detolfs and stuff like that. If even if we didn't have the show, but you know, this show has brought us even closer together. We were already close, but I think the show has brought us even closer together. So that's the specialness of the show over 400 episodes. I look forward to more episodes. Who knows when this will ever stop? If it will ever stop. All I know is right now I'm having a great time sitting back with Scott making you guys laugh, making you guys forget about world events. And anyways, that's the special part of this show to me. Yeah. And I've always said it too. A big part of it has been making friends with the listeners. You know, I said it earlier that from day one, the goal was to make this something that people would listen to and enjoy, you know, to have a laugh with us, but we want it to be like you were sitting around with your buddies talking about wrestling figures. Cause that's what Jeff and I would do. You know, we'd sit around and talk about wrestling figures and this could be better and that could be better. And imagine if they made so-and-so you know, and and not take it or ourselves too seriously and, you know, just have some fun with it. And that's, that's always kind of been the goal of the show. And like Jeff said, it's, it's always cool when you can do something with a sibling and make it fun. So that's, that's what we've accomplished with the show. We're glad that you guys are along for the ride. Uh, we wouldn't be 400 or 400 episodes deep, Jeff, without <laughs> the listeners, you know, you guys have supported us. You've been along for the ride for seven plus years, almost eight years now. And again, we wouldn't be where we are today without you guys. We wouldn't have made it on the toys that made us without you guys. You know, we wouldn't have done the Mattel tour and gone to WrestleMania night one this year without you guys. You guys have made all of this possible for Jeff and I to do this cool stuff. And we've always been in your guys' corner. The show has always been for you guys. You know, it's been a few times we've had sponsors or whatever, and you guys have supported them. And that's another part of it too, Jeff, is I think that we've been able to be very honest with the listeners, you know, not really having somebody behind us telling us what to say and, and how to spin things because we answer to ourselves. And again, we don't take it seriously. We just have fun with it. You know, we, lemon Becky, you know, we can we can bring that up and have a good laugh about it. And the zombies and the mutants, you know, we can always have fun at a figure's expense. And it's it's always coming from a place of just wanting you guys to have fun with us on this show. Yeah, we cut up and we go off the rails a little bit, but it's all just it's just to have fun, you know, because at the end of the day, these things are toys and they're meant to be fun and and let's have fun with them, you know. But really, Jeff, like doing this show with you has been amazing touching base with the listeners on occasion via be it a text message, a Facebook message, or just reaching out to them over the show. It's just, it's been so rewarding. And then being able to do meetups and meet these people in person and just having them tell us uh, that's, that's another part of it too, is having fun with the show, but almost providing therapy for people that might be going through something and that's a total, as Bob Ross would call it, happy accident. Mm -hmm. You know, we never set out to do that with this show. We wanted it to be fun and something that you guys would enjoy. But if somebody's going through something, this gives them an hour to an hour and a half every single week 
to kind of escape that. And you and I never planned on that. It just ended up being, as I said earlier, like a happy accident. And if we can provide that for you guys, man, that's that's rewarding enough for us. So thank you guys for being along for the ride for 400 episodes. Very well said. The uh, the other one I JT brought up was the multiple companies popping up. When we first started, it was FTC and Mattel. Yeah, and FTC was, I mean, they had released figures previously, but when we first started, the ROH line was just coming into uh, into play. I like seeing all these new toy companies pop up. I like seeing what they're giving us. You know, I like seeing the different ideas of these toy companies from Hassle Toys to KWK to uh, Rush to whoever it may be to yeah. even the big rubber guys. Chella, Super 7, yeah, big rubber guys, Mattel, Jazzwares, there's so many. Exactly, there's so many nowadays, but I like seeing the different ideas that they're coming up with, like... Chella gave us Dynamite Kid, gave him in his, gave us six inch. We hadn't had a Dynamite Kid in, man, uh, 13 years. Yeah. And that's, you're right, Jeff. That is the beauty of so many players in the game now is that everybody's open. Like yep. everybody can be made now. Look at Power Town. You know, they're going after uh, historical names. You know, who who would have thought we'd be getting a Vern Gagne figure in yep. 2023? Come on. That's, that's insane. And I love every bit of it and I'm here for it. So yeah, you're absolutely right. All these new toy manufacturers in the wrestling figure game are really opening it up to really take care of these wrestlers' families because now everybody's being sought after. Everybody can be an action figure if they want to be and exactly. they'll get reached out to. So I look forward to what the future holds for sure. 400 episodes in, I'm anxious to see where we're at at episode 500. Oh, okay. So that's another... Two years. Two years. Roughly. So I'm going to be 46. Holy crap. Doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be 51. You guys are old. Shut up. Dude. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> guys, an idiot. Anyways. But JT, thank you for the email, man. That's much appreciated. We love your questions, man. We just talked about Justin Summers, you know, making us think on the arcade. You always made us think, or, Hey, you know, if you guys could play today, what, you know, you got to book a Halloween Havoc theme or whatever. So thank you for always sending in your questions. We appreciate you, man. Yeah, I always like that because it takes me back to the days when I would put together dream matches or dream cards, Yeah, you know, and you'd pile all your figures in the ring, like especially when you had the Hasbros and the Galoobs, you're doing your crossover WWF, WCW events. That was always so much fun and your imagination just really got going. Yep. And that's a lot of times what JT's questions will do. It's like, okay, now... Here we are so many years later, removed from Hasbro and Galoob. Our our wrestling figure collection has grown immensely. So it's it's an even bigger if I could play today than it was in like 93. Yeah. Well, we appreciate everybody for always tuning in, except Steve Fontas. Oh, don't be mean to Steve. I'm just kidding. How dare you? I'm just kidding. I love Steve Fontas. I was only joking. But thank you, guys. We'll close this out. Check out the Wrestling Toys Trackers. If you are in the hunt for LJN's Galoobs, Hasbro's Just Toys, Bendham's Defining Moments, or Retro's, if you want to get the fair market latest eBay prices on those, head on over to Wrestling Toy Tracker. They don't have uh, Animaniac Super 7 on there, dude, so. Hey, yeah. <laughs> but I, think I wonder I, if there is anybody that tracks Super 7 pricing for Ultimates. I don't know, but I did get a fair market price, I'll tell you. I'm happy with the prices I got. Excellent. But, you saved $3. Well done. But, that was on uh, Stimpy. No, Ren. That was on Ren. So you can go get some rolled crunchy tacos at uh, <laughs> Taco Bell. 
Taco Bell with that saved money, dude. Um, but I will say I do have a Super 7 list going. Okay. So I am only playing the waiting game on these to make sure I get a good value on those. So, All right. Uh, the, the slippery slope has been slipped on. Megatron is on that list. Uh-huh. I figured Transformers were going to hit. Start. I'm waiting for Voltron to hit, too. No, Voltron's not on that list, dude. You had the coolest Voltron toy ever made. Oh, dude, I love that toy. That yep. was It came with the figures that went inside the lions. That was so badass. Oh, so good, dude. Yep. That, that was, was that was Power Rangers before Power Rangers. Exactly, exactly. Uh, by the way, I sent this over. And speaking of Power Rangers, there was a meme put out. And this, somebody said, I couldn't sleep last night. I kept thinking about the Green Ranger had a dagger that was a flute that sounded like a synthesizer that's trying to sound like a trumpet. And he blew into it with his helmet on. That goes back to your random thoughts, T-H-O-T-S. <laughs> That uh, you were talking about last week when you would wake up at 2 a.m. and you would just have these random thoughts go through your head. Yeah, like I wonder if Ben Stiller and Fred Durst are still homies. Exactly. That's another one that you'll start thinking about. You're welcome. I hate it. I hate it so much, dude. I, I guarantee I'm going to get up to pee at 2.30. <laughs> Family Matters is going to be on the TV. I'm going to see Steve Urkel and then I'm going to start thinking about the Power Rangers. Great. <laughs> Great. Terrific. Terrific. Love it but if you are in the hunt for any of those wrestling figures, head on over to wrestling toy tracker. All right, let's go over our podcast and buddies. We got the rumble wheel with Daniel cross and Brian breaker this past week. They were talking about book fairs over at school. Remember those? Oh dude. Book fairs were fun, dude. Most of the times you're walking in with like a buck or two. Cause you're hitting your parents up when they drop you off at school. Like, Oh, we got book fair today. What do yep. you got in your wallet? And you know, you get a buck or two to go in but there were those rare special occasions where they're like, mom and dad was like, all we have is a 10. Yep. And then you give them those big puppy dog eyes, your lip starts to quiver a little bit. And then they just hand over the 10 and you're walking into the book fair. Like you're the biggest baller at the strip club. Yep. And on top of that, they had some really cool sports books. Yes. So you would, you would basically drop all 10 bucks on that sports book, whatever they had. Oh. Or a Lamborghini poster. A Lamborghini post. Is that where you got your Lamborghini poster? No, that was at the mall, uh, Stone Ridge. It was at the poster store in Stone Ridge Mall. Oh, but they had it at the book fair too? Well, they'd always have posters at the book fairs that I went to. Oh, I don't remember that. Yep, they always had posters. Oh, okay. Also, check out the TB Toycast. Breaker and I were talking about Pez. Oh, love Pez. Yes. I told a funny story with your drunk wrestling co-host involved in that story. Oh, really? Uh, do you remember the Seinfeld episode with the blue Tweety Pez? Yes, of course. So funny story. Dad came home a couple days later after we had watched that episode and dad went to a gas station or a seven 11. And he says, uh, Hey son, you remember that episode with Seinfeld where you had the blue Tweety Pez? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, here you go. And he took it out of the bag and there's the blue Tweety Pez. Nice. We had an assembly either the next day or a couple days later. And all I could think about was, I need to sit next to Ed Martin because he is a Seinfeld fan and I know he'll get this joke. Yeah. So we get into the assembly and I made sure I sat next to Ed. We sit down, the assembly starts and it was actually those class. It was people running for class presidents and treasury and all that stupid stuff. Okay. I sit down next to Ed and there people are giving their speech. I take out the blue Tweety Pez and I put it on his leg and he loses it. Oh, that's great. 
he had to get up because he was laughing so hard and leave the assembly because he was laughing so hard. The funny part was, is the teachers all turned around and shot him a look. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And they were all like, Oh, we're going to go get him. But he like left because he was laughing. So, hard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so good. It was so funny, dude. So anyways, uh, we talked about Pez on the TV toy cast along with some other toys as well. So go check out the TV toy cast. Speaking of that Steve Fontas guy, I guess you might want to go listen to the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast. It's still a fun show, despite him being on there. Did he talk shit about you or something? What no, do you have it out for Steve for? I don't know. I'm just joking. I love the guy, actually. He's like a good friend of mine. I'm just talking crap about him on the 400. Seems to be a love-hate relationship, though. <laughs> no, I love the guy. Anyways, check out the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast. They did have a show drop this past week, so go check that out. Also, check out the Stolen Gimmicks podcast with Jordan and Joe. Love listening to those guys talk wrestling. And Soda and Ethan did episode 75 of In the Marbles pod this past week. If you are a NASCAR fan, I highly, highly recommend listening to those two go go back and forth regarding it. Legendary podcast with the legendary wrestling figures with Brian. Scott, you and I were on there just recently. Go download those episodes. Go down load every episode that he's done fun time listening to brian sit down with some guests regarding the ljn figures so check out the legendary wrestling figures podcast with brian work the arm podcast with jeff and jamie pod subject to change with nick dunham and his two kids discussing wrestling from all eras from 80s to current day Check out Trivia Buds, Chick Foley Show with Seth, Sheena, and Marco, and Jordan. Rucker and EJ are doing boots to the face. Thank you, Rucker, for your OnlyFans question. And yes, I will start one. Check out the Pulling <laughs> Up the Chair podcast. <laughs> Pulling Up the Chair podcast with Tim. Oh, check out RJ at Ringside Rant. And check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. And Scott, don't forget, Drunk Wrestling History this week. Next week. This week? Uh, no. Next week? No. No. Wait. There's we're still on a break. Oh, you're still on the break. When do we're, you guys we're still on the break? When do the two episodes start? So we just dropped a uh, video last night. I'm sure if you follow us on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk, Eddie put a link up to the video. Basically, it's a uh, a state of the drunks address, <laughs> and we update everybody as to the status of drunk wrestling history. We're basically. We are going to be recording one time a month now due to everybody's very, very busy schedules recording one time a month. So we're going to uh, move over to two shows per month. So every time we record, we're going to do two shows and that'll give us two shows per month to drop. So look for the first episode to come out towards the end of October. Okay. Towards the end. Oh, are you guys doing the roast? Yes. Ah, beautiful. Yeah, we will be doing a roast. I'm not going to tip our hand as to who we're roasting. But uh, when we first picked this person, it was, it was okay, this is going to be good. But events have happened this year where it's like, okay, business picked up. It's going to be really good. It's the roast of Rick Steiner. Ah, oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's not, but. I'm wondering if I should call Eddie now to change things. <laughs> you guys haven't recorded it yet, have you? No, we're going to be recording it middle of next month. Okay, got it, got it. All right. Uh, Scott, roll call. Yep, going to throw it out first off to the great Jason Wolf. If you need artwork, 
If you need custom Hasbros, Jason Wolf is your guy. That's W-U-L-F, Jason Wolf. Follow his social media accounts, The Art of Jason Wolf. Check out what he's got going on. He's probably the busiest dude I know. I thought I had a busy schedule. It's nothing compared to Jason's. It's basically custom figures, artwork, wings, beer, sleep, repeat. That dude <laughs> is working himself to the bone. If you need artwork, if you need custom figures, Jason Wolf is your guy. You will not be disappointed. And check out T Public. The store is Starman and Jay. Get all of your Crow Pricks gear, KBW, Stew, you name it. He's got it on there, along with some of our podcasting buddies. All of the money goes to charity because Steve Hoker is just an amazing guy. You'll love him. Go check out his artwork. Again, T Public. The store name is Starman and Jay. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. Is it some girl named Charity? Oh, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> that's really good. Thank you. It's like a single mom. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Working uh-huh. the pole. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gotta feed them kids. You know, from the top of the pole, watch it go down. You got me throwing my money around. Right. <laughs> round, round, you know, stuff like that. Dude, when we were at Rick's Cabaret in New York. Yeah. It was like, remember it was three stories tall? Oh, of course. So we were on the third story. And Chow Lindo, who's like a legendary uh, WrestleMania attendee, he's at the top of the third floor with us. And we're looking down over the ledge, like down below. And they've got that pole that goes all the way up. Yep. And Chow starts dropping ones on the stage. And he's like, dude, check it out. When they fall, it's like feeding fish. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. Oh, man. That's a drunk thought, right? Yes. Yeah. And he has an alter ego as well. Like mine is squat. Yeah. His is chew. Chew. Yes. Yes. What's uh? what's your co-host Ed's? Neil. Why Neil? Neil. Uh, I could go in a number of directions. You could think Neil Diamond. Neil Armstrong. Uh, Vince Neil. Vince Neil. Oh, okay. All right. I thought it'd be like Diamond Ed or something or Diamond Dave or something like that. I always thought it was Neil and Bob. <laughs> Neil and Bob. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Well, <laughs> Well, we made it for Hundy episode, Scott. Yeah, who would have thought? Not me. Sitting in an office, a cramped little office, with a little Yeti mic sitting in between us, one mm-hmm. laptop. That's funny. I just sounded like Paul Rudd. I was all, not me. <laughs> <laughs> from hot, from hot ones and stuff. Remember? Yes, yes. That, that gif. Anyways, <laughs> me either, dude. It was like something like, okay, who's gonna listen to this show? Like it, it, we're going to, I mean, we have a very, very specific niche, a very yes. specific audience we're trying to reach. This isn't like, you know, we're going to talk wrestling and that could cover anything like, no, we're going to talk wrestling figures. Yep. And th- at that time there was nothing like it. And we're like, okay, let's just put ourselves out there and see if anybody else loves these things as much as we do. Yep. And here we are seven and a half, almost eight years later, 400 episodes in. Uh, a, a great fan base that we're we're lucky enough to call a lot of them friends, mm-hmm. and what a ride it's been! And again, i I can't I can't wait to see where we're at by episode five hundred in terms of how the listener fan base has grown, the fig life has grown, how many more wrestling figure manufacturers there are, what uh, figures from wish lists that we've done of years past. Who are we going to get now? Yeah. Um, and you still get surprised, like certain gifts that just came in from a certain somebody in Southern California this past week. Yeah, a huge, huge thank you to James Frank, 
uh, sent a special gift to Shannon and I, but more specifically to Shannon, uh, it was some stuff from the ghost concert that he worked at the forum in LA. Uh, he got Shannon's set list and a couple of, uh, I don't even, I think it's called mummy dust, which is basically like the ghost dollar bills. Yeah. And he sent that care package over to Shannon and Shannon literally lost her mind, dude. It was cause she's, she is easily the biggest ghost fan I know. And for her to get that gift, I had no idea it was coming. And I opened it up and I was like, oh my gosh, dude. Like, yeah. I so wish Shannon had opened this. And yeah. I took it upstairs to her and she was just blown away. She was so happy because she had been having a pretty crappy day up to that point. And that was just a game changer for her. It just, it it brightened everything. And James, I, I know I thank you over text message, dude, but I wanted to make sure you got to thank you on the show. Huge, huge thank you, James. I I truly appreciate it, and I can't tell you what it meant to Shannon. Yeah. Uh, it, it was funny. He goes, hey, are you the big ghost fan? I was all, no, that's Scott, and he sent the picture. Now, I didn't even know about the set list. I just only knew about the, was it, stripper dust? <laughs> <laughs> that's something else entirely. Oh, ghost dust? Ghost dust? <laughs> ghost dust, yes. Ghost mummy dust, dust dude. <laughs> Anyways, oh, mummy dust. Anyways, he sent over mummy dust, and I was like, oh, that's cool, dude. And he goes, I'm going to send this up to him. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't even know about the other part. So that was hella cool. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, the set lists are very highly sought after. Uh, I tried to get one when I went to Wasp in December. Mm -hmm. And basically, as soon as the show ended, I bolted back for the 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 sound area where they keep the set list. And I ran up. I'm like, dude, you got a set list? And he's like, I just gave it to somebody. Oh. And I was like, damn it. Oh, that sucks. So for, for Shannon to get it, again, they are very highly sought after. So we're going to get that framed and uh, nice. it's going to go up on her wall. Uh, we're going to put some shelves up for her figures, but that's going to be very prominently displayed. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. The list listeners always seem to amaze <clears throat> us, dude. Oh yeah. It, it, it doesn't stop. And again, that just goes into how much we love you guys and we appreciate you. Uh, as Jeff has always said, we'll never do a Patreon. We want your guys's money to go into your collection. If you want to buy a shirt, cool. At least we know you'll get a ton of use out of that. But uh I had this conversation with Brian V the other day. It's we wouldn't feel right doing a Patreon and putting out extra content basically for stuff we would, we would probably do anyway. Well, so, that's, that's one of the reasons that we're starting to eyeball YouTube. It's about now getting more content onto YouTube because we want, if we are going to profit from this, we want AdSense money. We don't want your guys's money. Again, if you guys want to purchase a shirt, cool. I mean, we are not forcing you to guys. We do promote it at the beginning, but we're not forcing you guys. We're not like gun to head. Hey, you guys need to go to the, uh, uh, what a maneuver.net right now and purchase a shirt like you guys do on drunk wrestling history. But Hey, alcohol is not cheap, dude. Yeah, I know that's true, but no, <laughs> like there's other means to get AdSense or get money. And, have it coming from you guys. We appreciate it if you guys to purchase a shirt, but for us, it's more important about looking for other revenues or other uh, avenues, I should say, to get coined for the show. So anyways, yeah. yeah. But it's really, it's never been about that. Like we've never been in this thing to make money. We've done it because we want to talk about wrestling figures. Yeah, we've done an awful job if it was about money, dude. I mean, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Seven and a half, almost eight years in. <laughs> and And really like, not a penny to show for it. <laughs> We've done it. We have done a very shitty job, dude. We are we are horrible at our jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is the worst. Yeah, if the, if the goal was to make money, we'd be the worst financial investors ever. Hundred percent, we'd be. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's enough rambling. Thank you guys for listening to episode 400. Scott, anything else? Stay safe. Stay healthy. Fig life since 2016. And happy toy hunting. Thank you to everybody for listening to all 400 episodes. Hint, hint, hint. That's AdSense money right there if you go back and listen, by the way. Anyways, <laughs> thank you for listening to episode 400. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Let's go Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring But we don't take it out the box, M-O-C Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week We're the OGs of WFP Fully posable, thank you all for listening It ain't no storyline, real life siblings So everybody go and do your toy spotting Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings